Shalom, Mishpacha. Shalom, family. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Made up of Jewish and non-Jewish people. We're the middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile. It's finally come down to form one new man. Getting ready, Mishpacha, to blow the grandest shofar. Oh, the grandest trumpet in Zion. We want everyone everywhere to hear the good news. We want everyone everywhere to be red hot for the Messiah. Uh, my guest has been a guest several times on the Messianic Vision, Apostle Guillermo Maldonado. Uh, and last time I spoke to him on the phone, I noticed an increase in the presence of God. And then I found out his secret. He just came out with a new book that shows us his secret. It's called The Kingdom of Power, How to Demonstrate It Here and Now. And I said to Apostle Maldonado, of all the books you've written, and you've written so many, which one is the most, if, if I forced you to say, which is the most important book to get in the hands of people? He'd say, my brand, he said, my brand new book, The Kingdom of Power. Now, Guillermo, just to kind of whet their appetite uh, and also give them a bit of a review uh, in reference to you, uh, you have the largest Hispanic and now multicultural church in the United States, uh, some 20,000 members with your uh, sister churches in the Miami area. Uh, but Miami has been known as the graveyard for churches and for ministries. But something very supernatural happened to reverse that. Briefly tell me about that. Well, you know, Sid, um, when I was called into uh, ministry, I had a visitation from God. I, I just want the audience to know I had a visitation from God. And uh, one of the reasons why Jesus talked when he spoke about uh, apostles, he said, he, and he he established, he, he put apostles first, is because the apostles saw the resurrection. So any person that is called apostle or prophet or somebody that is really into demonstrating the power must have seen something. And I, I heard the voice of God calling me into ministry. Then he said, I called you to bring my supernatural power to this generation. When I came to Miami... I was traveling. I had been traveling for nine years in many countries, and we started it with that uh, mark over the city. And one time we were praying in the church, and as we prayed, uh, we heard like a shift when you change gears in the car, like yes. you change from one to two and, you know, the changing gears. Physically, we heard that change. And everybody that was there, 1,500 people, they said, Pastor, we heard a change. And the Lord said to me, he said, now the curse over the city has been destroyed. And because witches from Africa, Cuba, and other people from different countries came to curse the city 40 years ago. We found out later after this. And uh, they said, well, we're going to call it the grave jars of pastors. Most of the pastors that started a church, when they hit to 2,500 people, something happened to the church. Either they split or they died or something happened. But after we brought that 
declaration. It was a realm of war for that moment. And the Lord said, now declare that that curse is over. When the Lord said it, I declared it. And since that time, we have seen churches in Miami of 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. And many churches are growing because of that. We broke that curse over the city. Now, on your new book, uh, you make a very strong statement. Uh, and you say there is a missing ingredient in the messages and in the preaching in most churches. And the missing ingredient is we do not preach enough on the power of the resurrection. Do you believe that that's why you have every miracle I read about in the Bible, and then some I haven't even read about? Okay, uh, yes, uh, yes, Sid, and I'll tell you why. The majority, there's a great majority of the church, not everybody, but majority of the church, preach a historical Jesus. In other words, Jesus healed, delivered, and they believe in the past, in the historical Jesus, like Israel believe in the historical Jesus. That's the reason God revelate and revealed to them as the great I am, the now God. Now, every ministry, every person, life, must start having revelation of the resurrection, of the resurrected Christ. Why? Because you, if you don't have a revelation of the resurrected Christ, you will be preaching the historical God. God did it. God was good. He did miracles. But what about now? And I believe one of the ingredients of the church is they stay in the cross, but they have not done the transition to the resurrection. How can I explain that? Well, you and I believe in the cross. Well, that's the forgiveness of sin. That is awesome. That's the moment where Jesus declared that all our sins, that's the the place where the great exchange took place. Jesus took our sickness for us to be healed. Jesus took our curse for us to be uh, blessed. So that was the place. But what about after that? And you can know Jesus, the dead Jesus that died on the cross, but if you stay there, Sid, you're not going to get into the power of the resurrection because the cross takes you to salvation, but the revelation of the resurrection takes you to power. And that's the missing link. People stay in the cross, but they didn't go to power. That's what the missing link of the power. That's why you don't see miracles, signs, and wonders. And in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 30, the Bible says, And with great power, the, the apostles, my God, as, I, as I'm talking to you, I feel the presence of God. Me too. With great power, the great power, the, the apostles preached the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, okay, you you have preached the resurrection of Jesus, and you have had the most amazing miracles. But the thing that is better to me is not that the most amazing miracles occur when you teach on the resurrection, but that people under you absorb the teaching and they do the same thing. Uh, but just to kind of stretch people's faith, tell me about the man that had no eyeball, and they sewed his eye closed. Okay, this man, that, that's what my calling, said is to activate the people in the power of the kingdom. So this man, 
Sid, I didn't even know the man. This person got get a hold of one of my CDs, and in that DVD and CD, I was preaching on the power of the resurrection, but just a little portion. It wasn't even a message on the resurrection. I just thought what I'm just telling you, that when you got the revelation of the resurrection, everything comes to life. Not only people. People come to life from the dead, but, but dreams, visions, businesses, families, marriages come to life because it's the power of the resurrection. So this man watched the DVD, and then he went to a church, and uh, suddenly one of the persons came running to him, and they said, my father just had an accident, and they hit him with a bat. Some, some, some reason, something happened. And then he said, now he, um, they took him to the hospital, and they have removed the eyeball in one of his eyes. So he said, but I heard the preaching, and, I, and, and, and they told the woman, let's agree on prayer. As your father is in the hospital, they have been removed the, the eyeball, and they, they, they put the stitches, and then they said, let's believe. And they send the word, which he said, what I heard in the teaching, the power of the resurrection, people come to life, and we will believe for create a miracle. So they send the word. Now, after finished prayer, immediately, like 10 minutes later, somebody called from the hospital and said, something happened. The doctor came, saw the man, removed the stitches, and he was so amazed that he found the new, the new eyeball in the man when he himself, the doctor, removed it. So the Lord had created a new eyeball. And I'm not talking about in Africa. I'm talking about in America. God, if we got revelation of Jesus, resurrected Jesus, God can do the same thing here also. Well, our time has slipped away. But I'll tell you what, on tomorrow's broadcast, Apostle, I want you to teach on the kingdom of God. Because you're teaching this, what you've written in the book, you're teaching in your church, uh, and we have three DVDs that we're making available of your teaching, because your teaching is not just uh, teaching, but it's demonstrating. Uh, and uh, what, uh, tell me what happened at one of your teachings, just very briefly. Just, uh, just to give you an example, um, the first teaching I saw, the Lord said, I want you to call the, the, um, the uh, deaf, the blinds, the, uh, the cripple, the mute, and the people that are afflicted by demons. I called them out to the altar and said, I did not pray for them. The Lord said, let your people pray for them. And now the, this case was a, a young man. He had a very special, uh, a very weird sickness that cripples the person to the point that when they reach a certain age, they'll die. And he came here with a sentence of death, and they said, this is what happened. You're going to die when you get to 20. So he came, and they brought him in their in arms, came into the altar, and my son, Brian, prayed. My, Brian is, is 24. I, I know your son very well. You should be proud of him, but go ahead. <laughs> and, and he prayed for him, and, now, and then said, that little boy, I mean, 18 years old, started walking. And everybody was weeping and crying because everybody saw them coming into the church uh, in arms. He couldn't walk at all because of this sickness. He was totally crippled. 
And, and then we saw another woman, 20 years being deaf. And then we saw another, another one. She was, she's like 35 now, and she was born deaf. Instantly healed. Oh, okay, we're, we're out of time. I want to make his brand new book and three brand new DVDs teaching and then demonstrating, but the anointing's so strong, you'll get your healing. But I want you to have more than a healing. I want you to be a demonstrator of God's kingdom. The three DVDs in the book available for a gift of $50. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. Nine seven. Apostle Mildenado, you've had so many people uh, raised from the dead verified. It's easy for someone to say, um, oh, I prayed for someone and they were dead and they came back to life. But what do you mean you verify them? Well, you know, I, I have given my—the people that I trained— just to give you an idea, last School of the Supernatural that we have in March, uh, we have 2,500 people from 40 countries, small churches, medium churches, big churches, business people, and hungry believers that believe in the power. They want the power. So I give them instructions in how, what to ask, uh, what to say. In other words, we go to, uh, for example, if any doctor was there, and the doctor can certify that that person was dead. Uh, also, witnesses of what happened in that moment, how that happened, and especially the moment that the person, uh, one of the cases was completely, uh, there was not pretending to be dead. He was dead. So that, that's what we want to make sure is documented. We, got, we get pictures. We got the best we can to document that kind of... Kind of okay, uh, how, how many documented cases do you have of either you praying for someone or people you have mentored praying for someone? Well, I said to, give, to tell you the truth, in my own life, uh, we ha- I have three people raised from the dead. And the last school that we had, we got 25 cases documented. And I didn't do them. The rest of the people that I train and I equip and I imparted that anointing, that resurrection power did inform me. Uh, do, you, do you have one case that comes to mind where the, uh, the body was in the morgue? Okay, yes, Sid. Uh, this uh, a person has some complication with uh, her baby and um, uh, took him to the hospital and found out that the baby died. Uh, it was dead. And she was there for 12 hours. He was there at the hospital for 12 hours. And I was hearing uh, the person, you know, telling the story, what happened. And did you know, Sid, that as, as the people started praying, especially the people under our ministry, that they're under our covering, and they started praying, believing that God was resurrected. And as you know, they went back, checked the box, the little box where the baby was, and found out that the baby was alive. But this is the most important, that the, the baby came back to life. The doctors were so impacted, were so impacted, they called the news. And this news was all over the world, saying this baby. And they, you know, of course, the medical, some of the medical doctors said, no, that was a coincidence, coincidence. That was, they don't accredit the miracle to God. 
But the people that, that were praying, they understood that there was no way it was God that raised that baby girl from the dead. And, and, and this child was, uh, this little girl was dead 12 hours and in the morgue. Now, on yesterday's broadcast, I promised our people uh, that you would talk about the revelation you've received of the resurrection. Would you teach a little on that? Okay, the very short on this, you know, every every ministry, every person's spiritual life must start in the revelation of the resurrection. Okay, and this is one of the revelation of the resurrection. Uh, if Jesus had not risen, it would be like another philosopher, another um, prophet. Why? Because when he rose from the dead, he established his kingship, his kingdom, and his dominion over the kingdom of darkness. Otherwise, what his kingdom over, what his king over, king is something, is somebody that has a territory. So he is king, and when we understand that he, in other words, if we act in this revelation, we have dominion in whatever he conquered. He conquered death. In other words, death is a conquered enemy. So whatever he conquered, we didn't stay in the cross. We went into the resurrection. Jesus has risen, And because when he rose again, he established his dominion, his kingship, his kingdom, over the prince of the earth, or the prince of, of darkness, and over the kingdom of Satan. So we start saying we must go to do the transition from the cross. That's forgiveness of sin. That's what we receive, forgiveness of sin. And resurrection is when we come to power. Now, you've explained that uh, there are four ways uh, that the devil was defeated. And they all begin with D's. Tell me those four main ways. You mentioned one. Okay. Um, you know, Sid, when Jesus rose from the dead, he was the dethroned. What do you mean dethroned? Well, look, he verse 214. The Bible says he was the prince of, the, of darkness, of death, and he used to be enthroned because of death. And because what Adam gave him authority, when Adam fell, gave him the authority. So he was, he had the throne and, and through fear and through death. So he was dethroned. Two, he was destroyed. In other words, there's nothing he can do. He's already destroyed. And three, he is disarmed. Why disarmed, Sid? Because he, he trusted in some weapons. Which ones? Fear, deception, some of the weapons that he trusts, Jesus disarmed him. And number four, I would say this is one of the most powerful, not only destroy, dethrone, disarm, but also defeat it. And this is very powerful. The devil is defeated, and that defeat is unchangeable, is eternal, it cannot be reversed. Is, is eternal, is unchangeable, and is 
forever. In other words, nothing the devil can do to reverse that defeat. Now, everything you're saying is biblical. Everything uh, that, that people are listening to, they're agreeing. But in their congregations, it's not happening. In their ministry, it's not happening. Why? Again, Sid, you know, the Bible says, the, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. The Hebrew translation for that verse is this, one of the Hebrews translations. My people is brought to naught without revelation or without revealed knowledge. Mo- many people that are hearing now, and, and they're, they're, they're saying, well, how can I do it? The moment you get the revelation, or let me put it another simple way, the moment you get the knowledge of it, the area where you don't have knowledge or you don't have revealed knowledge is the area where the enemy will raise a stronghold in your mind. So if, you, if you're hearing now, if you're listening to me now, if you want to walk in this revelation, you must have the knowledge of it. Uh, you know, there's another thing, and that is for seeing years and years, especially themselves, especially loved ones not being healed, they've actually come up with a new theology. Perhaps God doesn't do it anymore. Perhaps God just works in a mysterious way. Uh, is that the strongholds you're talking about that get in the way? And let me tell you what we said. Because we hadn't had the power, the supernatural of the kingdom in the church, we have come up with excuses. Why doesn't happen today? Why it doesn't happen? Well, it was not the will of God. Well, God is not God. God healed before, but not now. Healing is not for everybody. Uh, the gift of, of of miracles it's just for certain people. Well, Mark sixteen twenty is for the believer, whoever wants it. But once you got that stronghold come out from your mind, you understand. Every believer can move on the power of the resurrection. Every believer can preach. Every believer can cast out demons. Every believer can heal the sick. It's not a matter of a gift. It's not a matter of, of God doesn't do it anymore, because Hebrews 13, 11, 8 says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. So it's not a matter of, this is the theology that I came to church, and this is what happened since. There's some theologies in the church, they have put away the supernatural. They, they have removed the supernatural from the believer for the believer to move in the power of God. Guillermo, you told me uh, that it's revelation that causes the miracles. Uh, give us some revelation. Teach us uh, some revelation on the kingdom of God and the resurrection. Okay, two things. Uh, thank you, Sid. Uh, two, two things very important to understand. The pre- prerequisite for God to demonstrate power is revelation, not information, because God would not allow for his power to be based on fallen knowledge. I can give you any kind of knowledge. Natural knowledge is what I call fallen knowledge. And I cannot produce power. One of the reasons we don't see the demonstration today 
is because, number one, there's no revelation. People have information on the kingdom. And after they preach, that's where you draw the line. Nothing happened. Second, they don't want to take a risk. They don't want to risk their reputation. They're too big. Number three, they don't want to pay the price. I think those three things are very important to understand why there's no demonstration. Let me give you a very quick revelation about what the kingdom, what's the kingdom? The word kingdom is the word vasilia, which means government, which means rule. In other words, is God's rules, God rule, God's dominion, lordship, and will influence the earth. I'm going to say it again. It's just the government of God is an invisible government, is not something visible. And that's why Luke 17, 20, and 21 says, you're not going to see the kingdom and as or observation. In other words, you're not going to see the kingdom as a building, but you're going to see it. And, and Jesus said, but the kingdom is within you. What does that mean? It's inside of us by through the Holy Spirit. So is an invisible kingdom, number one, is an invisible government. And when I'm saying government, that means has its rules, norms, constitution, which is the word of God. So the kingdom of God, first characteristic of the kingdom, is a kingdom, is a supernatural kingdom, is above and beyond any circumstance. If you're facing any circumstance right now, there's a kingdom within you. Don't wait for me to pray. Don't wait for somebody else. The kingdom is within you. That invisible government is in you through the Holy Spirit. So it is supernatural. What does that mean? Supernatural means above and beyond. You can be above but not beyond. You can be beyond but not above. So, But the supernatural kingdom, the supernatural of God, is above and beyond sickness, beyond recession, beyond uh, devils, demons, beyond a fear, beyond uh, depression. So this kingdom, this government is within the believer. Luke 17, 20, and 21. Number two is unshakable kingdom. If you live in obedience, if you walk in obedience, there's nothing can touch you. And, and said, this is important people to understand. Anything that is established by supernatural means cannot be shaken. I'm going to say it again. Anything that is established by supernatural means cannot be shaken. So if you see anything shaken today, if your marriage is shaken, if something is shaken, denominations are shaking, many things, banks, economy is shaken because it was not established by supernatural means. So the kingdom of God is supernatural. The kingdom of God is is, is unshakable. And number three, the kingdom, the government of God is also not in words, but in power. And that is the big difference today. We know good preaching. We come to church looking for good preaching. And they say, oh my God, that word was good. But now what happened after they preached? Did they demonstrate it? In America, we don't have any, any pressure or demand to demonstrate anything because we live in a free country. There's no demand from people. As a matter of fact, we used to live without the power. We are used to live without the power for so long that we don't miss the demonstration. We don't want the demonstration. We don't miss that demonstration. So the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. If you see any kingdom being preached without demonstration, that tells you is a motivational kingdom. Is God never send the church to preach 
without demonstration. In other words, you know, you know, I'm reminded that not yours, but some of the most successful churches in the United States uh, teach mostly uh, motivational, positive thinking. They work scripture in it, but there are no signs and wonders and people flock to it. Why would people flock to that when they could flock to the where the power is being taught so they can walk in the power? Okay, I tell you, Sid, because again, this is what we, we, we are used to live without the presence and the power of God, and we think the Word is the most important. But what about when Jesus said, this is what Jesus said, you Pharisees, you err, you err the Word of God and the power of God. That tells you. We, have, we must be a church of the Word and church of the power. But today, the majority of the believers in this country, and even in other countries that have been uh, said, they don't bring any expectation for demonstration for the supernatural. They don't have any. So when there's no demand for demonstration for the supernatural, said God will not supply. I, I, I want to wet the appetite of people that are listening to us. Uh, tell me about uh, the person who got a creative miracle. You, uh, I've read in my notes, uh, someone had a new thyroid. Okay, I was, I was preaching in, in Peru. Uh, maybe maybe uh, 15,000 people. People were coming from everywhere. And uh, this little girl came into the place, into the building, and brought her mother brought it in. And there was a moment when the power of the kingdom fell into the place, into the building. And suddenly, this little girl was on the fourth floor. She was, I mean, in the building. And, and she was missing the thyroid gland. And suddenly, she felt something in her throat. One of my best doctors, which is a Cuban doctor, they always certify those kind of miracles. They got the instruments to check and the whole thing. And uh, this little girl came up with her mother. They were running into the altar. They were weeping. And they said, well, you know, something happened. And I told my, my doctor, you check them out. And, and went check her out, came back, and the Lord has created a new thyroid gland. In other words, instantly, one miracle, it happened there. Tell me about your brand new book, The Kingdom of Power, subtitled, How to Demonstrate It Here and Now. Okay, I believe, Sid, remember when Jesus said in the book of Matthew, he said, yours, he end, have a father prayer saying this, yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. And those three realms of God, in essence, that's what the Bible is. You know, he, the revelation is so much in those three things. And I have written on the glory. I have written on the supernatural and the power. And the Lord said, I want you to complete those in the kingdom because the kingdom is the government of God. The power is the ability of that government. And the glory is the atmosphere of heaven. So what I'm trying to tell you is, the kingdom is God. The kingdom must be built. 
So we need the glory and need the power to build the kingdom of God because the kingdom is forever being expanded on earth. So it's a book that I teach the people how to anyone that believe that God is alive today and take the book and start reading on it, they can start doing the miracles and signs and wonders sit. And this is not just to tell the people buy it. <laughs> I got thousands in 50 countries. They have read my books, and they read it. The moment they read it, they put it into practice because revelation puts you into motion. It activates what is dormant in you. It stimulates that that you said, my God, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to pray for the sick. I want to move in power. Not only receiving your miracle, because most of the Christians today, they're just looking for the blessing. Well, that's good. God want to heal you now, but once you're being healed, you're healed, God wants you to go and pray for somebody else. You know, we probably don't have time, but real briefly, tell me about uh, the young man in Mexico uh, who is a youth pastor. Uh, his congregation went started at about 83. Uh, he sat under the teaching that we're making available, and now he has 4,000 youth, uh, and the youth pastor and his wife put a phone up to uh, a uh, a 12-year-old boy whose mother had just died, and the phone was by the mother, and tell me what happened when she spoke in the phone. Well, you know, he, ha- he applied what I have taught him. I said, I want you to rebuke the spirit of death. And I said, and then you release the power of the resurrection. And, and Sid, and this kind of people, the supernatural and the power, the supernatural power is very normal. The youth pastor and his wife rebuked the spirit of death. That woman come, came to life in that precise moment. And this kind of miracle brought so many people saying, well, this is real. And the, the youth group has started growing and growing and growing to the point that now they got 4,000 people. And now said, not only is the growth, thousands of those 4,000 people, they moving in the power. They- well, I want the people listening to us right now to move in that power. The brand new book, The Kingdom of Power how-to. It's a how-to book and three DVDs in which Apostle Mildonado teaches and then demonstrates the presence of God will just go right out of that DVD and come inside of you, all available for a gift of $50. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. I believe your brand new book, The Kingdom of Power, is the revelation teaching necessary so that God's kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven. Tell me what that scripture means to you. Okay, uh, Sid, I think it is so simple, and at the same time, when we don't have the revelation, we don't know how to apply it. And this is the question I need to ask the audience. Is the kingdom of God a theological concept, or is something that we can bring it here and now? Well, let me answer you in 25 years of experience seeing all kinds of miracles in the Bible, and also being in 50 countries. The kingdom of God 
is something that we can experience here and now. Any person that has born again and walked with God and Jesus Christ your Lord, you can walk in this, in this power and demonstrate it here and now. Why? I'll tell you why. Jesus said, the, the, when we read the, the uh, Gospels, we will see two words that interchangeably. Kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God. The king, what's the difference? The kingdom of heaven is where God lives. Is the third heaven, according to the scripture, is where heaven is. That's the capital of, of heaven. Is, you know, is the king, is the government. The, the, the kingdom of heaven is where God lives. Very simple way. Second, the kingdom of God is an extension of the kingdom of heaven where the will of God is done. In other words, any place on earth where the will of God is done, we will have heaven on earth. I'm going to say it again. There are many people struggling, and they say, my house is hell on earth. <laughs> well, my, 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 my marriage, my, my, uh, my business. Why? Because Whatever we do, the will of God, and we obey the will of God, we will bring the kingdom, that government of heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. What do we mean when we say on earth as it is in heaven? Well, in heaven, there is no sickness. There is no lack. There is no recession. There is no cancer. So as it is means... We will bring there what it is in heaven on earth. So this is what I teach people, and I teach leaders to do the same. I said, every time you go to a place and you find a person with cancer, and maybe yourself have a cancer, and this is what you ask yourself, is there any cancer in heaven? And you will answer, no, there is no, 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 no cancer. So as it is in heaven, that means it's healthy is, 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 is health, there's no cancer. So now you remove that cancer because every believer has the authority and the power of the kingdom because the kingdom lives inside of you to cast out that cancer. So ask yourself if there's any lack in heaven, there's any recession in heaven. And if you ask yourself, no, if you answer yourself, well, now bring the kingdom down. Can you do it? Of course. Can you say it? Yes, of course. I got people here that walk into my church, and they said, well, I, they gave me 30 days to live. And I said, well, that's what the doctor said. We respect what the doctor said, but we don't agree. Why? Because in heaven, there's no sentence of death. How is it? In heaven is eternal life. So I said, let's pray that we remove the sentence of death. I pray for that person, and immediately God healed the person. Why? We brought heaven on earth through prayer. Yes, we can do it. Now, we're coming into some very, very treacherous times in the United States. But it doesn't have to be treacherous for a believer that understands the kingdom of power. Uh, tell me uh, some stories to just kind of stretch our faith a little bit of people having money problems uh, and money being multiplied. Uh, tell me about this Dr. Gamel. Okay, Dr. Gamel is one of my best doctors that I have here in my, in my church, Sid. 
he came to me through a missionary trip to Argentina. And um, I was preaching, and I was uh, as I preached, I felt from the Lord, I heard his voice, and then he said, declare supernatural provision. And there's many people that are, that are hearing now and listening to me now, and I know they will identify it. If you believe it, this can be for you also. And the Lord said, I want you to release, bring heaven on earth and declare supernatural provision. And that's what I did. I say, Lord, I declare supernatural provision. You cancel death, supernatural. Money will appear supernatural. And I said, well, Lord Jesus, let's do it. Because, Sid, we're living in, in times that if we don't walk in the supernatural, we're not going to be able to make it. So I declared it and said the moment I did... Um, he said he, he believed it. He was there with me. He was working, checking the, all the sick people and all that. But he said, Lord, I believed it. He paid his ticket with great sacrifice. And the Lord said, this money is to pay my rent, but I want to go into the strip, and I will believe that you provide. So after that, later, he called his wife. And he said, you know, the pastor was declaring all this, and I believe the Lord will supernatural provide for me. And, and, and his wife, he said, well, let's agree. I agree with you. Let's believe it. Well, he returned from Argentina to Miami and they went back where they put some money in the little box, which was worth a part of the money to pay the rent. He took some money for the trip and the rest of the money, it was, it was like maybe $2,000. I don't remember the exact amount, how much money he left in the little box, but it was a little, little. And then when, and, and, and he told his wife, can you go check and bring the money? When the wife went back, checked the little, opened the box, found out $10,000 cash plus the money that he got left from before he went to Argentina. Supernaturally, God provided $10,000. Now, now, is this an exception or does this happen often? No, this after this is normal, Sid. This is normal. I have seen hundreds of people. There's a woman, a debt cancellation, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that just happened right now in the ministry. Um, and supernatural the bank called her and said, um, we selected someone to pay uh the house and you sell you were selected. The bank was not gonna do that. What's supernaturally? Uh, all the people in, in, in one of the events that we have, this, she didn't have any money in the bank at all. It only had maybe $5. And she believed it when the power of the kingdom came, and she believed it, went back to the bank, and the bank said, somebody, we don't know who, but they deposited $10,000, something. It, that's normal for everybody that believes it. Now, very briefly, uh, you were telling me when I called you the other day uh, that cancers, uh, people are being healed of cancers, but this is, this is amazing. This person had a, a very tough situation. They had a colostomy bag. <laughs> tell me what happened to them. Well, Sid, you know, I can tell you hundreds and hundreds of cases of cancer. Even people that the doctor has said, there's no, uh, you, you're dead. You go back and died. And this is one of the cases. And again, said most of those cases has been people that have been activated. In my videos, 
my CDs, my books, when they read it, and ask this book of the kingdom. When, when I put testimonies like this one for the people to say, well, if God used a person to heal somebody's cancer, God can use me. And you know what I feel, Sid? I must pray for those people that are listening now to be activated to pray for cancer because that's one of the anointing the Lord released upon my life a long time ago. The Lord said, I am angry against the spirit of cancer because even it's killing my people. And then he said, I'm releasing a new anointing upon you for cancer. So I can activate and release people that have cancer and people that wants to have that anointing to heal cancer, if you allow me. Please. Father, in the name of Jesus, those people that are listening to me now and they have cancer, I command, I bring heaven on earth right now. I bring heaven on earth, and in heaven there is no sickness, there is no cancer. And I curse every cancer. I curse the seed and the root of cancer now. Let you will be done on earth, and your will is always to heal and deliver your people. And right now, be healed, be delivered. In Jesus' name, God is healing people right now. As a matter of fact, there is a woman. Your name is Martha. Martha, you have breast cancer. God, you just fell a heat in your body. As a matter of fact, I see another woman. You're washing the dishes in your home, and you listen to the radio. Something is happening in your body, and you have uh, a cancer in your blood. I don't know how they call that. Leukemia. You feel... You feel, you're sweating. This woman is sweating. I, I, I see you sweating in the house. You're sweating because the power of God is upon you. Uh, you know what? We're going to continue recording these words and play it on tomorrow's broadcast, and the same miracles are going to happen. Apostle Mildenado, uh, I want you to teach a little, and then if God opens up the door for words of knowledge, continue in, in that, just as you did on yesterday's broadcast. Uh, but teach us a little bit. Okay, thank you, Sid. Uh, it is important that if you listen to me now that you understand for the next two, three minutes what I'm going to tell you. First uh, uh, Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 says, um, and, and, and Paul talking to Timothy, he said, I want you to stir up the gift that is in you. So that means activation. If he said stir up the gift that is in you, that means the gift was dead or was dormant. Many people that are listening to me now, their gift, your gift is dormant, is dead for any reason because of the atmosphere, because of knowledge, because of something, your, your gift is dormant. So I will activate you. Number two, so activation is something. When activation comes to you, and I will do it right now with you, is because I want you to be activated in the supernatural. And somebody said, and why in the supernatural? Because the moment you were born again, you were born from heaven. And every believer that is born again, the moment is born again in the kingdom of God, in that moment is activated in the supernatural. And then why are you not doing miracles then? If you're a believer, if you're born again, because religion put away, push you away from the supernatural. And that costs you 
to the supernatural to be dormant, and that's why you don't you don't dare to pray for people. You don't dare to believe in the kingdom of power because the religion told you, no, that's for the past. Jesus doesn't do that anymore. So now I, I will activate you. So activation is something that I will do for you. I will pray for you for you to be activated again in the supernatural. Number two, impartation. That's another term for you in a very simple way I will explain to you. Impartation is receiving a share. The word impartation means to impart a virtue, virtue, to impart or to give virtue. So can we do that? Can we share impartation? Can we give virtue to the people? Well, I don't have it in my own. What I got, I give unto you. And where did I get it from? I get it from God. In other words, I don't have anything in my human nature that I can say, well, I can share with you virtue, I can share with you power. I can impart to you something that I receive from God. So impartation is receiving something that you didn't have. Activation is receiving something that you already had, but you lost it for some reason. So I'm going to pray for you because I want to I want to release you into the miracle signs and wonders for you to move in the power of God, for you to move in the power of the kingdom. So if you're listening to me now, I want you to stretch your hands toward the radio and whatever you are, and let me pray for you to do two things. If you need a healing, if you need deliverance, if you need a miracle, I'm going to pray for you to receive it. After you receive it, you do an act. You do an action. You correspond an action to your faith. Second, once I do that, I will release that activation and impartation. In other words, but you said, but yeah, but you're not close to me. You're not laying hands on me. That's the problem. You know, the anointing sometimes is in the hands, sometimes is in my mouth, in your mouth. So I will, the anointing right now is upon my mouth. I will release it to you for you to be activated and receive that impartation for you to do what I do and any believer can do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise and I give you honor. Those people that are listening to me now, they're hungry and they're desperate in a situation where the doctor said, you're going to die. Or some of the people said, well, I need supernatural provision. Some others said, Pastor, I'm afflicted. I'm addicted to alcohol. And, uh, and some others said, Pastor, I'm addicted to, to, um, to pills. And some other people said, I'm full of fear. So I don't know what is your condition. I can tell you, I'm going to bring heaven on earth right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I take authority over every spirit, sickness, disease right now. Go in Jesus' name. Cancer, die. Blindness, go in Jesus' name. Deafness, go in Jesus' name. Back condition, go in Jesus' name. There's people with plate and, and screws metal screws in your body. God is changing screws and metals. As a matter of fact, there's a man, you're a truck driver. You're a truck driver, and you've got metals in your body because you had an accident. And God is changing metals into bones and into flesh. Right now, there you go, there you go. In Jesus' name, there's people, ears are being opened right now. Uh, afflicted people, afflicted addiction, any addiction to pornography, addiction to drugs, uh, nicotine right now, be delivered now in Jesus' name. Right now, receive miracle, whatever you are. Father, supernatural provision. 
money will come into their hands. Supernatural provision. If you need a job, receive now. Supernatural provision. Receive it now. Create a miracle. If you need to create a miracle, if you're missing an organ in your body, right now, receive the organ. If you need flesh, bones, right now, receive, create a miracle. In Jesus' name, somebody's being, my God, God is doing powerful, creative miracles right now. We will hear from this program people saying, now I was missing bones, and the bones appear, and flesh appear, a hair, uh, something is happening right now in Jesus' name. And now, Lord, I activate. And I impart upon those people that want to move in the power of the kingdom and demonstrate it. Right now, in Jesus' name, receive, be activated, be imparted now, and receive virtue from heaven. Let your kingdom come, come, Lord. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do it now. Receive it in Jesus' name. Now you respond to power. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You know, I believe that people received amazing impartations, but people need to be taught step by step in a methodical fashion. And that's why I'm so excited. Finally, the most significant book that Apostle Maldonado has ever written he told me. It's called The Kingdom of Power. It's just been released. It's a how-to book. And the three DVDs in which he teaches and then demonstrates and releases the impartation, I believe that as you understand this, some of the gifts that have been stirred up within you right now, they're going to be fully released. Uh, And we're making the three DVDs and the brand new book, and the DVDs are brand new too, called The Kingdom of Power, available for a gift of $50. Tell me briefly about, you were speaking in a, uh, a bullfighting ring, uh, and it was pouring down rain. What happened? You know, Sid, um, you know, when we're talking, when, when we're talking about the supernatural, we're talking about above and beyond. Beyond what? Beyond above what? The laws of nature. And when I get into this place, it was pouring, it was raining. As a matter of fact, we lost two of our equipment, very expensive equipment. Uh, This was in Argentina. In Argentina. It was in Argentina. Uh, People were, I mean, in the rain. I mean, people, and I said, and the pastor in that church said to me, Pastor, you need to pray fast because it's raining, and people they just want a miracle. They came from far. And the moment I stood up on the stage, I heard the Rama word of God. And he said to me, and he said to me, I want you to speak to the rain. And, and I say, and, and I just did this prayer. I say, Lord, I know you opened the natural heaven, and that's where it's raining. But now I command the spiritual raining to open and close the natural rain. And I said, and now I command the rain to stop in those kind of words and sit in that moment, the rain, when it was pouring in that moment, the rain stopped. And I heard the thousands of people do this. Wow. And, and it was so normal to me because it was under the anointing. 
It was the gift of faith in that moment operating. And I just said it, and I said, well, stop now. And the moment, and, and, and all the miracles started happening because people saw that Jesus was alive. Jesus is alive. So that moment, I can tell you, hundreds and hundreds of miracles happened because of the miracle of the rain. They were they saw that miracle, but then it continued raining in the invisible world, and the rain was the rain of the Holy Spirit, and hundreds of people all over the auditorium were instantly healed. That's what's going to happen to you right now as I pray for you. It's a supernatural prayer. The Lord is blessing you right now. The Lord is keeping you right now now. The Lord is smiling upon you right now. The Lord is gifting you right now. The Lord is surrounding you with his favor right now. The Lord is giving you his shalom, his completeness in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body right now in the name that is above every problem, Yeshua HaMashiach Tzikenu. Jesus the Messiah, our righteousness. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. To receive a complimentary copy of our bi-monthly teaching newsletter, materials catalog, or information about becoming Mishpucha or Chalitzim, write to me, Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. To place a credit card order, call anytime, 1-800-447-2697. For all other calls, the number is 704-943-6500. That's 704-943-6500. For a CD of this week's broadcast, send a donation to Sid Roth. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.